You are now listening to the Spanglish Tribe Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Ingrid. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome, welcome. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Spanglish Tribe Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. It's It's been a minute. Yes, it's been we a minute. take a little break to do some birthday celebrations over here. we're one year one year wiser blessed to make it through 2020 (laughs) oh my goodness so blessed um because it it was a roller coaster and not that we haven't said this multiple times but um yeah we we decided to celebrate our 30th birthday again because last year (laughs) did not count and not because we don't want to be older. It's just last year just didn't count. It didn't count. We got to. We it. had plans. Redo that fell through. You know what? We and I'm redo it. I'm a little like, I might have to redo it again next year because I still can't travel. Like I don't feel comfortable traveling yeah. just yet. So. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <sighs> I was just talking to uh, my friend that lives in in California, and um, he's been touring because he's a costume designer or whatever Mm -hmm. and they canceled their shows in florida and i'm like yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't go over there either Mm -mm. she's like he's like oh my god i'm so glad that they canceled them because i just didn't want to go back (laughs) not now and of all places florida y'all are crazy (laughs) y'all is a little hot y'all is a little crazy yeah and since our last episode we have a new president yeah officially and a new vice president yes and not only is she a woman but she's also a woman of color which Mm -hmm. is incredible and if any of you watched the inauguration inauguration i don't know why i had such trouble with this damn word you know what i blame it english is not her spanish being my first language (laughs) i knew you were gonna say (laughs) i anytime i can't pronounce a word english is not her first language (laughs) english is not my first language um but don't even ask though me she Spanish, hardly it's like a barely even, i was gonna say even though she <laughs> hardly speaks spanish now whenever a word comes up that she can't pronounce english is not my first language people <laughs> you know i don't know if, if this has ever happened inauguration because you know why how do you my mouth my mouth wants to say it in spanish which you've never said it in Spanish. No, but it wants to pronounce it in All Spanish. Right. I mean, the salmon in in English. You know what? For a little bit, <laughs> I <laughs> that's obsessed. used to say salmon. Okay, salmon, salmon. Okay, yeah, but then I'm like, you know what? Somebody corrected me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yo, I be feeling mad. That makes I have no to, sense. Like, actively think about it. I'm like, oh, so. In English, we're just gonna skip the L altogether. But y'all yeah, talk shit about a, us Hispanics it's, when we it's a silent L, DK. DK. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it up on a entonces. Like, why is it there? It does it adds nothing to the word. Why is it there? I don't know. But yeah, the it was great. It was, you know, gave us hope. The eternal first lady 
Mrs. B- Michelle Obama, like she Ooh, was looking queen. hella fierce. I love that she was on screen before she came out. She was on screen for like all of like 2.2 seconds. Okay. She was on screen <laughs> for 2.2 seconds. You saw like three steps of hers, but like in those three steps, she captured all our imaginations. Okay. We were like, like the wind was blowing in her hair, even though she was indoors. And- it was like a power strut. Like she, she looked perfect. It was like Barack who? Barack who? <laughs> like, is he even next to her? She took all the spotlight. I loved it. I love that yeah, since she's, she's left the White House. She's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like she does what she wants. She says what she wants. She talks shit yeah. about whoever she wants. And she gets away with it. And she's like a hundred percent free. Like I can just feel like you remember when we used to see pictures of her or a video of her like back in the day where you just you knew from her facial expression like the inauguration of the last president who shall not be named um can, her face can we talk about even even um like outfit wise what she wore then and what she it's like she didn't care like yeah you know what i'm just coming here because let's get this over with let's get you know, this over with we gotta be here but we about to be out like I'm I'm not about to have my best outfit for this. I'm not even gonna worry about getting my hair one. done. She just <laughs> she just tied it back. You know, like when you wake yeah. up in the morning, you're like, I'm not even gonna mess with this hair today. Just tie it. Just tie it back. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. Like let's let's out. gel it back. Put it in a bun. <laughs> you know that type of thing. Um, um but it was, was me so the whole last cool. Week. So I posted on our <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> it was it was you last week. I posted on our yeah. Instagram about um about our first ever female vice president as she was getting sworn in by our first mm-hmm. latina supreme court justice so i just thought that moment was super cool like mm-hmm. seeing these two women of color you know the and highest. you saw like all the little caricatures like, that everybody else was putting out mm-hmm. and the content that they were putting out i thought there was it was just so cute and yeah and like, all the awesome. girls like seeing themselves reflected i think was amazing mm-hmm. and like and just ourselves even as 30 year old, 30 year olds like it's still super important when we see ourselves reflected in a space that we haven't seen ourselves before I think it's yeah. still powerful and it's still all that it was yeah it was definitely emotional like I feel like if you didn't get emotional then you're like, cold dark you're, heart you're cold <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, you know and fortunately in my office we're all minorities except mm-hmm. one so everybody had it either either on their phone or like they were tuning into it and stuff like that so and you know I didn't wear pearls because I don't have pearls but my coworker she came in uh, wearing her pearls and I came in like like ready for the day mm-hmm. and they're like why are you so excited I'm, and and they're like, oh, are you excited because we're registering students? I'm like, no, there is something way more important going on today. <laughs> that is so like, funny. Forget like, these the most <laughs> important thing in the world is let's register students, people. Okay. It is now nine o'clock. We're getting there. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> oh, man, that is so funny. She's uh... like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but unfortunately, un- oh, unfortunately, they're you know somebody Mm. had said a little comments about us watching um watching it 
and it like rubbed us the wrong way mm. like yeah i know who she voted for <laughs> like whether she did like whatever but you know it's what like, i think the really? thing that people miss out on is like you know in this situation i have an issue if you voted for the other person but in general when there's an inauguration it's like it's you know it's a transfer of power it's a big deal regardless like it's mm-hmm. for everybody not mm-hmm. just for the person that you voted for it's for everybody because it's, it's history in the making like it's one of the few moments that you know 100 percent that moment is going to be recorded and like mm-hmm. in the history books you know um so yeah so that was like like seriously like i i know we're in our middle of our work day and stuff mm-hmm. but we're still working mm-hmm. this is a big deal yeah. Like, I don't think you get it because it's not, it doesn't, like, you've seen people like you in the white, like, in the white yeah, house in or attempting spaces. or, in or attempting spaces, to yeah. be, yeah, in those spaces. So it's like, yeah. it's not that much of a big deal for you, but it yeah. is for us. Um, And yeah so i was like yeah, yeah we gotta mark the occasion it's never gonna show. happen i'm still gonna watch yeah, this <laughs> it's what i'm saying it's, like, like, I'm it's never gonna it. be the first you know female vice president and like you mad and what <laughs> whatever oh my god like yeah, people will just you know but is. um yeah it was it was awesome i went out to buy a newspaper oh you did um, you ended up getting which it which i'm gonna yes i did i ended up finding a newspaper you know I'm what i always it. remember um when Obama won and I was waiting for a bus and some man stopped and he gave me a $1 coin. Have you seen those? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he had a coin and it had a sticker and it it had a sticker of Obama. And he was like, here you go. You're going to remember this day. And it wasn't even the election day. It was like later. Yeah. yeah. always going to remember this moment. You're always going to remember when, where you were, when the first black president of the United States was elected and he gave me the mm-hmm. coin it was just like some random person yeah downtown and i still have the coin like i have it in, in a little um in my jewelry box actually oh um, cool. every once in a while i'll find it but i always remember it's like it's a big deal you know it's like mm-hmm. i gotta find something to commemorate kamala yeah madam vice like- president excuse me not kamala <laughs> the disrespect i apologize <laughs> madam vice president harris what's wrong with me <laughs> um is it okay is it, it it's kamala right yeah like comma she explained yeah like kamala mm-hmm. i forgot where i was watching something so sonia sotomayor kept, said it wrong but you oh. know it's okay it's no like, but i think it was somebody else but after. you know what i feel like people the, people mess up my last name constantly and i am <laughs> Somebody called me today and said my last name incorrectly. And I have no problem with letting you know that there's an accent in there and how to say it. So <laughs> she just corrects people without even like betting an eye. So, oh, I think, good. you know, when your name gets messed up constantly, you you're used to it. She's just like, mm, you tried it, but I'm still the MVP right here. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? like literally MVP, Madame Vice President. <laughs> Hello. But that was that was, you know a highlight it was amazing and you know they got right back they got right to work yeah that was awesome i was like that's right same day i'm doing all that shit like i'm doing yeah sign off 
sign everything, sworn everybody, sworn everybody. Uh, That's all I was trying to think of the word. Yeah, sworn everybody in, like everybody. And it's so funny. I, I the clip of um, her in the same outfit. She's like, oh yeah. She's like, I get sworn in in the morning, and I swear people in in the afternoon, all in a day's work. <laughs> and also, there was um, I think the next day she was swearing the person in for her vacancy. No, that was the same day. Was it the same day? That was the same day. Oh in the my same god! Same outfit. It was that was just so funny, and like her laugh is so contagious. And it's I love so, that. Like... She was like that. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was, was awesome. just it was amazing yeah it was a good day it was a good day for all the brown and black little girls like oh and the poet she was incredible wow i'm so mad i can't wow. her name right this second um i think it's amanda gordon yes or Apparent- gorman gorman sounds right apparently gorman? she got um a modeling contract after that did she she's beautiful so oh my god um but her not only just her poem but her delivery was amazing oh of course and um of course you know um like bringing out like older videos and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I hadn't known that um I think she struggled with a lisp or speech impediment and then she um not that that makes like it's important but it's like from when she was you know, in high school, you know, winning the, um, like, uh, a poetry slam to now like being in front of like millions of cameras and millions of people virtually, Mm -hmm. um, saying this super powerful, um, poem, which she's going to get published in a book or in like a, whatever because i saw it at barnes and nobles but it was just amazing like yeah. and i thought it was like, cool wow. like the connection like because immediately when i saw her i was thinking of maya angelou and then i found mm-hmm. out that oprah sent her the earrings that she's wearing mm-hmm. like, the earrings and then like a a birdcage ring and the earrings kind of look like a little cage um mm-hmm. to kind of like honor the people that came before her which I just thought was like a perfect moment yeah. because you know that she's now in that same space that Maya Angelou kind of carved for her was that's so awesome yeah um, she's so talented and her words were amazing mm-hmm. yeah I remember but, uh, I, I remember even like writing down as I was listening to it. Let me see if I find my notes because I was listening to it and I was like, oh, wow, that line was like so powerful. Powerful. Mind you, I was in a Zoom meeting. while. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. <laughs> I'm like over here listening to the I, I just, you know, there's sometimes where. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like something about history has its eyes on us and I was like literally like we're watching this as a moment that's like going down in history and just you know understanding the magnitude and I think sometimes like you know like with work like that's a moment Mm -hmm. that we want to remember like you know and and you're gonna be like oh I I was at work I didn't get a chance to see it and as Mm -hmm. long as you're still being productive um you know I think it's still important to like stop and mark the occasion like these are things that 
once they pass us by, we'll never repeat them. And yeah. So I guess shifting gears a little bit <laughs> to the topic we wanted to discuss today, which I'm still trying to figure out how we can relate it to the topic we started off with, but. Well, I think it's, um, you know, we're seeing black and brown women in these very important roles Mm -hmm. representing themselves and their ancestors and all the generations before them, you know, that couldn't get to this particular space for this spot for all the reasons, you know, know, all the reasons that we all are. Yeah. For, for all the reasons right um Hmm. and then them having to fight them having to to get to this point their ancestors having to fight to build that space for them and to and and yep even to get them where they like in on the land that they are in right now like you know like kamala her parents um not being originally from here um emigrated over here so Hmm. you know all the when you hear all these stories on how their journey of how to get here right Mm -hmm. or how they got where they are right now and of course there were hurdles Mm -hmm. because there's always hurdles for black brown women but then there are people out here and this is where I feel like it kind of ties oh it definitely ties (laughs) It definitely ties. So on the like, other hand, so on the other hand, so on one hand, we have these people. Who oh, are, yeah. So on the other hand. Yeah. We have people like that, Natasha, you know. Licia, Aura Bannon, who um, yeah. is an attorney. Is an attorney? Yeah, she still is an attorney. Um, she's an attorney who, here's a, the headline, attorney who posed as a Latina uh she <laughs> pretended to be latina while working as a prominent human rights attorney and as a senior counsel at latino justice puerto rican legal defense and education fund which is just like wow 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 yeah. wow, wow wow so she is a non-latina posing <laughs> as a latina and working in a very latino geared environment like yeah. you know civil rights and you know anything that has to do and with my thing, the latino my community. thing is and it's not even the ignorance because the thing that yeah. gets me fired up about this because i'm trying to mm-hmm. measure my words but it gets me mad because there's no ignorance here she is willfully she is fully aware of the issues that latinas face in getting into positions like that that latinas mm-hmm. get have the, the struggles that latinas face to be in a position like that to become an attorney like she was is excuse me because i don't think she's been disbarred which she probably should because like the ethics of it all yeah <laughs> the ethics of it all so she willfully took a space and presented herself as something that she was not you know and i think that's the biggest issue that she fully aware did this that she knew I think one of the things that I kept reflecting on, I'm like, okay, I've met people who they love Latinos. They love Latino mm-hmm. culture. They love whatever it is, the people from Puerto Rico. They love people from Mexico. Mm-hmm. They love everything about it. There's an appreciation, you know, there's mm-hmm. a respect that comes with that, but they would, they wouldn't cross a line into pretending to be, be, yeah, um, to be 
to embody that culture you know I think there's a certain level of respect that they just know that they they don't cross um, especially when it's kind of in these situations where people have worked really hard to get Latinas to become attorneys and to get Latinas or, or organizations that are focusing on working on Hispanic issues and making mm-hmm. sure that you know, nothing about us without us, right? So that the people that they're working for feel like the people that are working for them understand their culture and understand their background, yeah. understand their struggle and understand their culture, and their language, mm-hmm. everything. And you have someone here who kind of steps into it and, and is lying to them every single yeah. day, is lying to them. And it's just, it's so- Blatantly, long. like it's, and it, and that's the thing, like, cause you know, cause of course you always have a friend that might not be Latino, but they love, like you said, they love mm-hmm. the culture so much. They were like, you know what? I'm, um, I should, I, I should have been like Puerto Rican in another life, or <laughs> yeah. I think I'm Puerto Rican. I, I think I was Puerto Rican in another, another yeah. life. Like, for example, like, uh, my boss, she's half black, half white, but she loves the Puerto Rican culture so much, but she doesn't go. She's like, oh yeah, I'm, I was Puerto Rican in another life or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't go as far as like, no, I'm Puerto Rican. Like, yeah, this and is I what think, I believe. Yeah. And I think um, the, the issue is that it negates your actual experience as a person mm-hmm. from that background, you know? Yeah. But finish your thought. Sorry. But, but yeah, so it, it's just, there's that. Um, people just really liking a culture and embracing it and kind of adapting it as their own. She's lying. Like, she's like, no, I am Puerto Rican and Colombian. And then going, that is my race. That is my ethnicity. That is, you know. Yeah. And and going a step further, there was, um, there was some other article. I'm not finding it right now where some women who were kind of involved in the same movement in the same spaces as her, that they felt like they were being pushed out they were being pushed out of these issues and these conversations by this woman because she claimed to know more or, or have more experience or whatever. And she was pushing out their voices to the point that at one point she confronted people about it. And like, you know, she made people second guess themselves and have, you know, um, those moments of like, am I good enough? Should I be in this mm-hmm. space? Should I be speaking up? And like that she yeah. took it so far to even- Because not that we don't go through that already. Yeah, it's like, like it's hard enough already, right? Like and exactly. You speak, like we you speak up and then a woman who you think is has your shared experience tells you, mm-hmm. not some white person, not a man in the room, not a white person in the room, a person who you think has your same background and shared experience is telling you you're out of line. And you second guess mm-hmm. yourself and you take a step back. Mm-hmm. And that person could have been speaking for people who needed to be represented in that room. And she silenced them. Like, that's so mm-hmm. infuriating. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't get the motivation and I don't get for mm-hmm. somebody who, who claims, cause I think one of the, one of the quotes here is I have identified as a Latina for decades, not out of a desire to exploit or take advantage of a community that helped raise me, but rather because I genuinely knew it to be a part of my story, even though I do not trace ancestral roots to Latin America. What? Mm. You make no sense. If you really had respect for that culture, and I think she had a stepdad, I, I believe, um, who was Colombian. I think that's how she got the Colombian piece in there. And then I guess she must have grown up in um, 
predominantly Puerto Rican um, community, but that mm-hmm. gives you no right. You learning about a culture and learning about people's experiences secondhand doesn't give you a right to usurp it like to like jump in and just say like oh I am like you don't (laughs) you know like no you're not (laughs) I don't know I think I think um every time I hear these stories it's just like I I just get sit back and I'm like but what is the motivation like what do you I feel like I almost feel like it's a sick like like game like oh I got you awfuled I got you awfuled and that's the thing like I feel like like and, and the, you're right and this yeah. this is a professional woman exactly you know, thinks that this is okay um like what like I feel like there has to be something off for you, you know? yeah <laughs> to, to be lying about something like this like, and then so the other example that I brought up when we started talking about Natasha uh, a Puerto Rican woman living in, in New York it's just ugly. You know, it's just ugly because it's just yeah. like, wow, she just took it because there were instances where she would call into meetings of like, you know, like local legislation and stuff and, and talk about, mm-hmm. <laughs> talk from the voice of the Puerto Rican community. I don't know. I don't understand. Talking about the, but talking like, about so, the and then, gentrifiers, and her, how yeah, they took and, her people's. And her, yeah. And her speech pattern, when you realize that that is not her actual speech pattern that that she's putting on this speech pattern of what she believes a Puerto Rican woman living in New York sounds like it's like so it's just so ugly it's like you're just it, it we're people are just you know Latinas are just uh, a character to you like we're just a yeah. caricature mm-hmm. we're just uh, a costume that you put on and you feel good about yourself and then she's over there and la parada puertorriqueña de que una bombera and all this stuff and like oh no it's just it was very cringy it was very cringy cringy. but the thing that i think about is like imagine that's the one puerto rican a white person meets and they're like wow Mm -hmm. that's what they are like yeah you're, you know, and like uh, all the that's... negative stereotypes that, that she was trying to embody in certain spaces. And like, you know, it, it's just, it's just wrong. And like, the thing that blows my mind is that these are people who claim to appreciate Latino culture. It's like the damage that you're doing and, and. But you're taking all the, the worst and putting it up together to create this persona yeah. and the that doesn't necessarily yeah. reflect and the interesting like the thing is that they're both they're both um, professionals. So one is a a, a professor, and mm-hmm. and one is an attorney. And I think, you know, me being working in a professional space, I actively work to, um, to be professional in those spaces and to never look in a way or appear in a way that I could. I think I active actively think about it of like. Oh, que no vayan a pensar que todos los, you know, los puertorriqueños o los hispanos que somos, like, we're loud and shit. Like, I actively work against the mm-hmm. stereotypes that exist about mm-hmm. Latinas and, and Hispanics, and I actively work to make sure that I'm not perpetuating that, you know? So it's yeah. fucked up that these women that are in much higher, you know, professional spaces, that they're, they don't give a fuck. Like, she's over there, like, yeah. hablando all, like just in the vernacular that you would not use in the workplace place, as we spoke about mm-hmm. in our code switching um, podcast, you know, like we work very hard to appear a certain way to be, which sucks to be digestible 
to, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to the people that exist in those spaces that believe that the way we express ourselves may not be professional, which is a whole other issue. Um, but like to see, <laughs> to see just like how they just look at it as a joke, like, you know what, I'm gonna be me because you're so Boricua and, da, 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 da. and I'm like, oh, you just, and it just shows their privilege again. Right. So yeah. I can't, if she, I can't because if that. she wants to, she can yeah. take that off yeah and go back to you know however her regular speeches and you know wipe the fake tan off her face and the excessive makeup and and yeah like she can go back like she can take almost like you can take this mask off Mm -hmm. versus somebody that you know this is their life they you know are um a puerto rican woman Mm -hmm. in new york that is you know fighting that may may be a professor and is working to be taken seriously and to be Mm -hmm. published because that's a big deal when you're you Mm -hmm. know working towards tenure and stuff and like and then you have this woman over here who who takes your culture and your background as a joke and like is using it como i don't even know how to explain it como si fuera a trend like today i'm gonna be latina you know yeah i'm gonna be latina today it's it's um, cool to be Latina today. So it's cool to I'm be Latina. Be... <laughs> like I don't understand it. And yeah. I I I just I and and going back to so my when I went to college, my major was in sociology. So I learned a lot about like African American lived experience. Um mm-hmm. so I learned a lot about people who were african-american and who passed as white and the benefits that Mm -hmm. they gained from that and like Mm -hmm. you know in those senses i understand because they were an oppressed group of people Mm -hmm. um and the ability to pass as white often led them to have more safety Mm -hmm. better jobs yeah um you know access to education access to promotions access to all of these things that they would not have because of racism right so I can wrap my head around that concept right of like I can't buy a house in this neighborhood because of my skin tone but if my husband goes by himself and he's lighter skinned than I am we can definitely mm-hmm. get a house there right and like our children's lives would be better and like all that that goes health outcomes will be better <laughs> like mm-hmm. all of that and and, and passing was was like you said it was um safety mm-hmm. for for a lot of um, and also people. they were constantly aware of the risk mm-hmm. that would come if they were caught i think yeah there was a, an actual risk to their lives right mm-hmm. um that is not present in this case. And also, I'm not sure what the benefit is in this case. Um, I don't know. It doesn't sit uh, well with me. And, and that's another thing. Like, of course, you know, um, people that are, that have two sides, right? Whether they're black and white or uh, black and Puerto Rican or white and Puerto or whatever, right? And then I think now in our generations, people are embracing intersection all their cultures, yeah. you know, like they're, they're embracing all their cultures, you know, unless they just 
didn't know they don't know one side or whatever but but like even um, with all these like dna ancestry tests, yeah like there's so much interest in understanding where you came from even if you like mm-hmm. one of our friends that's like you know big <laughs> super happy that she's like part black and part from africa <laughs> like i'm just like i'm like you know you are too light to claim that first of all <laughs> i'm like um but you know i think it's very interesting <laughs> to see just how there's this huge melting pot and you know race is a social construct if you've ever taken a social 101 class I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I get if you're in the 1940s and the whatever, and and you're trying to get these benefits and trying to get a better life for your family and you're able to pass, that's an option for you. You have, um, you know, a light skin tone, whatever. And that's, and that's an opportunity that you have and that you choose to take. I understand that, but I just don't get, I don't get Jessica Krug. I don't get Natasha, Licia Bannon. I don't get Rachel Dolezal. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like somebody explain yeah. it to me. Um, because I just don't get what? it. And the craziest but, but you thing know though, what I was just gonna say the no, craziest thing, the craziest thing to me is that like growing up where we grew up, there were constantly people who like love their culture and who they didn't have to say that they were <laughs> Latina or Latino yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to get the benefits. Like that they loved the food and they were always like going <laughs> mm-hmm. to the corner store and getting like you know, food from our cultures and, and, and listening to our music and like, you know, new more reggaeton artists than we did. And like, you know what I mean? Or like, I just, I don't get taking it to that extra step of like. And like how you mentioned, you had uh, briefly mentioned Rachel Dolezal, which was, I think the, the big, you know, I think for, for personally, for me, like the the first big one that had um, come to light Mm -hmm. and she was, you know, she was ahead of something in the NAACP, correct? Yes, she was. Like, you know, with pretending that she was black or with the, it's like, oh, but I have curly hair and like, what? yeah like that could make you irish like what (laughs) (laughs) curly hair doesn't make you black or puerto rican or it's you know it's just the way the hair grows out of your head exactly and again (laughs) i feel like she could have been such a great ally Mm -hmm. like there was no reason she couldn't still have enjoyed you know i know culture vultures and 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 appropriation but there are people who still like enjoy i know latinas who will wear box braids and and Mm -hmm. and or get locks or whatever and like that I don't know where the line is with that because honestly sometimes <laughs> but I, I I feel like there's an appreciation there right there's an mm-hmm. appreciation there and you and you can be transparent and and everybody will know that you are not black right yeah mm-hmm. that you are white but you appreciate the culture and you um and you are a great ally and and working towards these movements for equality and whatever 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 right like I feel like she could have still done that I just don't understand the extra step um of lying of lying something that you're not yeah and and taking up spaces that may have been intentionally um built so that a woman of color could Mm -hmm. have that seat at the table (laughs) you know what I mean like I think Mm -hmm. Um, that's one of the, the, the things that bothers me the most that there's, there's been a lot of work put in to make sure that, that people of color are represented and are able to, to share their experiences and are able to share their voices and are able to, sh- you know, to speak up. And then there's, 
imposters <laughs> taking that seat and like um <laughs> I just uh it drives Posters. me nuts. and of course you know like for for Rachel Dolezal she definitely would not have taken up that space if she was not um a woman of color mm-hmm. like if they if she's like yeah I'm a white woman I'm an ally personally I don't I don't think that she would have um but I think she's still in that position been, or got yeah. but she yeah but she's I think she still would have been you know in the conversation and involved um, and I think there's always an involved there, I yeah. think there's always a need for white allies because I think sometimes you've seen situations where it has to be like a, a, a white man or a white woman has to kind of go and open that door and then they're like oh actually my friend here would actually like to speak on mm-hmm. this and and open that door and kind of like mm-hmm. hold pull that hand in and 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 be an ally and, and do that role um so I just I don't I just don't understand I don't understand and I think like the like I feel at a certain point like seeing some of the video and hearing some of the, the quotes like I, I quickly looked up Natasha's actually her her um her Twitter account came up and it was like human rights lawyer slash abogada de derechos humanos and it's like from the get she's she's leading with her false identity right which you know it, pura salsera. and it, it would have such a different tone if she if if you if she wasn't um pretending to be latina right like i feel like you would still have an because i feel like speaking from being a latina who who grew up in the united states and, and 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 we get shit for not speaking spanish correctly and we get shit for like not knowing how to cook things or we get shit for not knowing you know heroes from our cultures and whatever right but people who are outside of our culture who show an interest get so much grace like and they're 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 embraced so much so I, I don't feel like they would have been excluded you know I, I always see people yeah, who, no. who are like, yeah who like you know that <laughs> yeah wow. who make an effort or, or who know something about our culture or like you know when you're talking to someone and they're like oh yeah I went to whatever place and I love the the food and whatever you know like people eat that up and they're like immediately they embrace you and and you get so much more grace than us latinas <laughs> by no fault of our own may not keep our language or may not keep our our traditions and stuff um so it's just so interesting to me that they choose to take it that step further further and and, and lie and be, when, when there's no need yeah when there's no need yeah I, that yeah that was that was just a, a topic that kind of like like we came across and you know like even every time there's a new story of whatever because I feel like now after Rachel like you know people make it a thing to like oh this person is lying about identity we're gonna expose her right yeah and um so and it's still surprising like it's like wow wow like and I think it's even more surprising that um the two women that we were talking about today are like grown women in a professional setting. Yeah. Like who should who understand the oppression mm-hmm. that Latinas go through, who understand the additional challenges that they face, who understand the social structures that are in the way of them succeeding um and still choose to do this. That's that's kind of what 
blows my mind because they could have always like gotten into those spaces and just made sure to amplify Latina's voices. But in one instance, she, mm-hmm. she blatantly um, took it upon herself to, to, to silence people who were trying to speak up. And it's just, uh, it gets me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just, I don't know, there's no real reason that I can think of. There's no real excuse. And I think I feel like, you know, br- bring one over to interview. Like, please tell me what, what the hell was going through what your What is head? going what? through your mind? <laughs> I feel like we could turn this into like a, an episode of Laura. Like, que pasa el desgraciado? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're out there and you're a, a Rachel or a, a Jessica Krug or a whoever, like, please help us have our voices heard and help us get a seat at the table but please please don't pretend to be me like yeah please don't pretend to have my there's already one of us and (laughs) we don't need another one (laughs) like oh my god because I think it also you know the 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 repercussions of that is like you know not like going back to Kamala Harris and and being the first and not the last right you know, mm-hmm. these women are claiming the title of the first, right? And that's a big mm-hmm. deal to us, as we spoke about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's a big deal to us to see, and I'm not Black, but when I see Black people entering new spaces, that's like, tu lucha es mi lucha, okay? Tu lucha yeah, yeah. is mi lucha. I am so fucking happy and hype and like, you know, because they may not be my ethnicity my background but there's a people the person a person of color up there you know yeah gives us hope that there'll be Mm -hmm. more (laughs) right and we support them and we applaud them and 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 I just I don't I don't get these people who like they could build those spaces for for Latinas to 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 be represented for people of color to be representative from whatever background they're from not just Latinas and and they choose to instead just take the seat themselves they're like you know what this seat was reserved. This yeah, Latina, this yeah, person of color. But I know enough. I know enough people. Yeah, I know I enough can, Puerto Rican people. I can talk about what their experience is. <laughs> so, what? What is wrong with you? Uh, what is wrong with you? I don't get it. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, like I don't have a resolution for this topic this week, so I feel like it feels a little uh, bit um. It feels a little bit not satisfying to leave it there, but I feel like that's that's kind of what we wanted to bring up, and like I think we can build upon it in the future when I when like, we can don't ref- do it okay? when we can the reflect a little bit and more. Jessica's out there, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be so like wary of any Natasha that is Latina. I'm like, are like, you? Really? Are you? But are you really? Where's your 23 and me? like please show me Uh, like where does it say yeah that you come from puerto rico can we talk about soho karen what's her name yeah because apparently i don't know her name uh maya 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 poncetto yeah how do i say this There we go. That's that bitch is crazy. That bitch crazy. That bitch is crazy. Like, like, wow. like uh, so if, if you if haven't no one, heard of yeah. her, you want to share the story. Yeah. Quickly. So if you haven't heard of who Soho Karen is, aka Maya Ponsetto, it's this 
it was this woman that falsely accused this um, teenage boy, teenage boy, um, black boy that he stole her phone and he was with his dad. There was, there's a, a couple videos out. He was with his dad and she was off the rails talking about like, no, don't let them leave. Cause they were all staying at the hotel, mm-hmm. um, which she, she had left already. And she, she had checked out and she had, don't, her cell phone. And yeah, she misplaced she her cell phone and she decided she was going to accuse um, the, the first teenage, teenage black boy that she saw. Yeah, uh, of course. And and I think what did she say? She's like, oh, is if he's even a teenager, like she's the boy so, was like 14 so, years like, old. The fact that thank God Gail wasn't near her. And if you haven't seen this interview with um um okay gail king thank you with gail king mm-hmm. and this in this child i mean she's not a child she's a grown woman I'm, i refuse to call her a child she's not a child she's a woman she's an ignorant mm-hmm. woman uh i think we all felt gail wanting to slap her across the face yeah oh her her even her attorney was about to like snatch her back and like can you shut the fuck up please because like, you're fucking up your what? own case here yeah um so the, i think one of the issues that that became apparent um, which I was glad that the Latino community was highlighting was that this girl claimed that she could not be racist because she was, was Latina. So problematic um, because she may not be aware, but in Latino countries, racism uh, of- continues to exist. Colorism, yeah. they call it. They, Colorism. They refer to Racism so it's very blatant the same way that you know there's there's the caste system whatever you want to call it that lighter people tend to have more access more opportunity more whatever 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 and Mm -hmm. people of color are looked down upon and and Um, experience more oppression and and less than yeah that also exists in those countries (laughs) surprisingly wow Who, who knew apparently maya didn't know that guys yeah because because when you're latina and you're a minority group in this country apparently you can't you can't it can't it's mutually exclusive right you can't be a minority and still be racist apparently um it was uh super interesting to watch her because she was just so so annoying like i just wanted to slap Mm -hmm. her across the face constantly and i feel like she didn't know like the lack of awareness the lack of yeah the self-awareness that she was like making her case worse like i think they're just her privilege just her privilege like shining through oh Um, wait and talking about privilege when i forgot what gail was saying and then she like had just put her hand up and kind of like like try to shut gail off like what like oh my gosh she is so lucky i'm gonna need you to they are not in the same room You are rude as fuck. <laughs> because Gail King could handle R. Kelly. She sure as fuck could handle you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I But I think it was good because it forces the Latino community to come to terms with the fact that mm-hmm. you can still be a part of a minority group and still be racist. You can still be mm-hmm. a part of a minority group and be and believe prejudices and yeah prejudices and, yeah. and, and stereotypes preconceived notions yeah stereotypes yeah um and it's you know it's prevalent I, I don't just and it's not an excuse and it doesn't give you a pass 
to treat to do a whatever the hell boy yeah like and to not not even accuse him or yell at him or whatever she when they were um right. headed out the door she tackled him she to the floor him. and mind yeah. you this boy um i don't care how he was, tall he is yeah even though he was 14 he was very he tall is. so for her to like running start tackle him and get him down to the ground like she's a psycho she needs she needs like to be in jail help. first of all but she also needs some probably some mental health services yeah because i don't know in what bizarre mm. world she exists honestly she, like and for her to be so nonchalant like, about it like and he stole my i thought he stole my cell phone and what it wasn't no big deal like and he's not a bo- he's not a boy he's a man he's what that I'm gonna need he's you. like oh they claim that he was a boy like 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 it had to be proved like can you please give me the birth certificate because i need a <laughs> like what the hell because he's taller than five feet i need proof i need written. no like- and then you know what what's another thing that i had a really big issue with while watching the video is they ho- the hotel manager <gasps> oh my god was siding with her immediately and, and kind of like trying to calm her down and trying to um appease her and worried about her feelings and worried versus- about her phone exactly when she wasn't even she wasn't a guest um, a hotel guest anymore yeah you know where you had you know the father and the son the guests but yeah so like you know the the hotel manager um siding with her trying to calm her down like what the what yeah when she's a literal psycho that came off the street and assaulted a child exactly and assaulted a child in front of his father who could not do anything because god forbid he raised his hand at a girl my goodness god forbid the the optics right the optics of that right of uh, a tall black man Mm -hmm. either raising his voice or 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 lifting a hand even if it's Mm -hmm. just to remove her from his child who was getting assaulted Mm -hmm. would be terrible like the mm-hmm. god forbid the police and it escalates and so you know we know the situations that can happen and for yeah. her to be such a brat you know mm-hmm. and just to to walk through the world with this privilege that just makes her think like i can accuse anyone of anything and i can get away with it and i don't care and also i'm not racist because i'm latina she literally lost her mind yeah and and unfortunately that's not you know that's not the first time we've seen something like that it's won't be the last time because there's you know that's why her name is soho karen because there are karens out here yeah but i think it's in the world just bored it's also like as as latinas right like i have family members who are so my cousins have kids they're half white half hispanic and Mm -hmm. one of them is my godson and to me it's super important for him to have an understanding of his background and his history mm-hmm. and that he would never end up doing that yeah like become a ted cruz type of character who who oh, has completely lost all connection that he had to his ancestors and who you know you can be conservative but i think forgetting just simple respect for people who are less fortunate than you who don't mm-hmm. have the privilege that you have that would be to me like um, I would be so embarrassed if if any of those children in my family grew up and 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 acted like that towards other Latinos, you know. 
And I think it's something that I think about constantly about making sure that they understand, you know, their, their background and who they are and who, where they came from and who they came from. <laughs> it's a really big deal to me and like making sure that they understand. Cause I think sometimes it's really easy to like, you know, hear stories about immigration through the news and you forget the human element, right. Of like mm-hmm. people in your own family immigrated and there's all different reasons that people immigrate. And yes, we want people to follow the legal me, the legal routes, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when your life is in danger and, and yeah. your option is, do I want to try to break the law and be safe in another country? Or do I want to follow the law and die here? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just ma- making them aware of those things, I think, and, and understanding like racism and like how that affects them. And also the privilege that they're going to have being kids who are, who are half white and especially my godson who has an Italian last name. So again, kind of like that passing game of like, he can easily, he could easily live his life and not, uh, no one ever know that he's part Mexican and, and, and enjoy the, the benefits that come with that and never have, he may never deal with the negatives that come from, from being Hispanic or, or, or from being a minority in this country. He may, he may not experience it. I don't, I don't know. Right. I'm like, you, you going to learn about <laughs> your family <laughs> and your background and you're going to have respect for it. And, and obviously you, you know, I and have respect for others and too. others. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Like you said, like he's, he's the next couple generations like you, cause you know, you don't want this to happen again, but of course, unfortunately, but it's, it's just, bizarre like she has no home training I I would love to learn learn more about her her family background and not to say that it's anybody's uh, I don't even want to say that it is somebody's fault <laughs> like somebody <laughs> somebody didn't teach her and it's just the way yeah. even just the way that she um she carried herself was just so yeah. um privileged like it was just so like privileged disrespectful she had you know she had no no respect for elders she had no respect for a respected journalist of you Mm -hmm. know she had no respect for herself of how she was um how she was acting like even for self-preservation like girl you don't even care about going to jail like you're just yeah I hit like what is wrong with you I don't understand anything you wanted to say on these topics before we close out I'm sick of seeing these uh, Karen videos. I feel privileged that I haven't, that I can remember, I haven't come in contact with anything like that. But I'm, like, I have a very diverse, like, work group. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes, like, fly their racist flags. And you know what I mean? Like, just let it all out there. Like, they didn't care anymore. They weren't scared of the right professions and all um very much I want them to be afraid of the repercussions like I want them to understand that that it's not okay it's not okay and there are consequences and Mm -hmm. it will affect their lives and it will affect their livelihoods and it will affect their ability to um, walk out in the world if if those beliefs are aired publicly which I think they should be you know and if you know if you're out here doing dumb stuff and you know illegal acts that it will get back to your job and it will get back to your, you know, your family and like you'll be turned in because that's what's what a lot of people are doing. Unfortunately, their mm-hmm. family are the ones that are turning these people in. 
Oh, you're, um, you're talking about the, the okay, yeah, like the, the, yeah. The insurrectionists, um, the, the, the mm-hmm. domestic terrorists. Yeah. Let's name and, them by their name. Bum. Well, let's wish uh, Biden, President Biden, good luck because yes, he's got uh, a lot he's, of work ahead of him. So there was like a meme that uh, it was him like signing everything, like a uh-huh. picture of him signing um, all the the bills and things that he was signing, and then mm-hmm. like everywhere around the the screen, it said, "Unfuck this, unfuck this, unfuck <laughs> this." <laughs> let's just undo can we just do a uh yeah like can we just uh, undo factory reset can we do yeah. a factory reset and like yeah but <laughs> so yeah good luck to uh president biden and uh vice president harris uh we are rooting for you we're mm-hmm. all rooting for you <laughs> we really are though <laughs> Um, and it's never gonna be perfect but it sure can yeah. be better than it was for the last four years that's all i will say <laughs> thank you whoever made it to the end of this week's episode i feel yeah i feel like this week is like a lot of like ranting like a lot of yes ranting. like these are like who dare these people be <laughs> And then they, and you know, they don't hide because they put it all over social media. Like they put it up themselves. Yeah. They put it on themselves. It's like, you know, a drug dealer showing their supply and their money on like Facebook and stuff. And they're like, oh, when they get called, they're like, oh, these snitches. No, you snitched on yourself. You don't (laughs) think that the FBI and the cops are looking at this stuff? Like, which, you know, my faith in our social structures is like i think it's the aquarius in me mm-hmm. so i'm like really really we couldn't find them faster like really we had our friend from our fbi chat group could find people faster probably that's a little concerning but besides the point they, they don't find them because they don't want to find them because it's uh, so easy to find people now that it put them through so facebook easy. recognition yo I, somebody will post a picture of me on facebook and be like uh this may be ingrid you want to tag her in your picture oh my god all right jennifer we gotta go yes uh so thank you you know before all the (laughs) before that like the house starts breaking down and shit because all these crazy ass people yes um but thank you so much for um taking time out of your day and listening to us rant today and and if you have all our other episodes if you have yeah if you have thoughts if you've come across people like this like let us please know. like let us know share your story or how um, you feel about the whole like you know these um women that are pretending to be latina especially if you mm-hmm. are latina because i feel like i can't quite put into words all the feelings that i have because mm-hmm. i don't know i just i don't i don't i don't know that i have all the language that i need but if you can help contextualize that that would be great and you can always find us on social media at spanglish tribe or send us an email at spanglish tribe podcast at gmail.com and you know if you like what we're putting out if you like the topics um definitely follow us on all the podcast platforms and you know if you really like what we're doing you can go ahead and rate us 
subscribe rate us yeah subscribe rate us um that's how we get more contact out to you um and you're sharing it with other people that might share our views definitely so that's all for tonight and we'll see you in the next one bye